0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW Original Podcasts.
1: Philly's getting a new ice cream shop here on East pashank Avenue, and I'm about to walk into... Christopher Demilio's spot it's called Demilio's. by the time this podcast runs it will have been open for a couple of days but this is going to be their first weekend opening so this is actually I understand in the spot where Philly flavors used to be so it's probably going to be filling a bit of a void of what people are looking for especially in the summer so I'm gonna ask Christopher D'Amelio about his sorbets and gelatos and how he's making the ice cream and the water ice and the ice treats Nothing better to do on a nice summer
2: day, so let's go in and check it out. A popular Philly sorbet cart gets a brick-and-mortar shop. My goals were just to do the farmer's markets at Rittenhouse Square and Passyunk Avenue and Dickinson Square, and that was going to be my big summer. And now we're opening a shop on Passyunk Avenue. That's a little surreal.
1: <laughs> I'm Hadass Kuznets in South Philadelphia at 1928 East Passyunk Avenue at the brand-new Demilio's, and I'm with Christopher D'Amelio, owner of this shop. Tell me a little bit about this space. I understand this used to be Philly Flavors.
2: This used to be Philly flavors, which has left a hole in the hearts of a lot of people. They were asking if we were going to have soft serve, so fear not. We will have soft serve. It's coming back to Passy Avenue, but in addition to that, we make our own homemade sorbets and gelatos that my grandmother taught me how to make when I was just seven years old. A traditional lemon, a traditional strawberry has turned into over 100 flavors, and we can't wait to share them with you. Tamilio's Old World Ice Treats. So ice treats is an umbrella term for either gelato, sorbet, grenade, soft serve ice cream we got it all here and it's all going to be of the highest quality we assure you
1: Which is a little misleading, though, because you told me that you're also having sandwiches. Tell me about your whole vision.
2: Right. So in order to make this all go afloat, we were approached by Mike from Mike's Barbecue, and he brought me into this shop, and I thought he was just trying to get my assessment on some equipment. And after touring the place, he's like, so, do you want to open a shop? And I was like, excuse me? I'm about to get married. I'm about to go on honeymoon in Italy for two weeks. I have no inclination to open up a store. And he would not let up. So when I got back from honeymoon, I was hoping that he'd forget about it about it, but he didn't. And it was the best thing that ever happened. And we are so psyched and ready to open. It's just been such a whirlwind. I just planned on having two carts and we were going to dabble in having two employees this year. And now we have a sandwich shop and gelateria, and we're running four or five employees out of here. And it's just been so much so fast and I'm loving it. So tell me about your collaboration. Mike Strauss from Mike's Barbecue. So he has won many acclaim for his barbecue at 11th and Morris. And in addition to that now, he's lending his talents to creating a line of fine Italian sandwiches, like traditional kind, like super sots, traditional cheeses, provola. It's just going to be sourced from really great sandwich makers in the city. He's gotten together with a line of celebrity chefs, and they've all just pitched in and helped him create a delicious line. We can't wait to see what he's going to unveil, so he hasn't even let me in on it. I can't wait to see who he's going to create. It's just going to be crazy, I know.
1: So he's bringing his sandwiches to your ice cream shop.
2: Yes. So it has more of a tracciatoria feel. It's more than a draw now. You can come in. You can get a quick cold to go sandwiches, light panini presses. There'll be soups in the wintertime. We have Italian sodas, Italian iced teas. And in addition to that, you can get your ice treats in quantities of one, four, eight, sixteen. 16. Kind of like a, the more you buy, the more you save.
1: So you're creating them on site here, creating the, the ice treats, but you're selling them packaged.
2: Yes. We do that to ensure quality so that the commercial hardened product has a sustainability and there isn't any chance of freezer burn this just makes sure that there no air hits it ever and then once the customer tastes that they're like this tastes like fresh fruit holy moly <laughs> and once we see the eyebrows go up, we're basically like yep it was worth putting the lids on it <laughs> but you're with the soft serve that's serve- so right now we've sur- sourced our sauce serve from crowley farms uh, traditional all cream 40 years in the business
1: that's straight from the machine
2: yes And we have uh, traditional uh, fresh-made waffle cones with gourmet chocolate sprinkles. And we've even gotten some light blue sprinkles, Betty's Delight. It's a vanilla soft serve on a cherry gelati with a heavy-soaked amarena cherry drizzled on top, topped with a nice heavy-soaked cherry it's going to be delicious.
1: There have been a couple of
2: closures for ice cream shops, but you're filling a void here? Our friends at Cappajero, they had to pack up shop and then Philly Flavors closed, so we're hoping to simultaneously fill a void that exists with the gelato and the soft serve.
1: You're also doing gelato?
2: Yes, our gelato is made with coconut milk, and our sorbets are made from fresh fruits and juices. The gelatos are made from the sorbets combined with uh, coconut milk, so it has like a nice, thick, fatty flavor to it, just like regular ice cream is just non-dairy. I guess technically our gelatos could be classified as sorbets because it's still non-dairy, but since it has a creaminess to it, we like to say it's gelato. (laughs) Gelato is actually cream-based, and then sorbet is non-dairy. So when we make our gelato, quotes, it's with a coconut milk with its fat soluble, which whips up like an ice cream. So we like to think of it as gelato. But if you wanted to get completely technical, a non-dairy presentation is sorbet.
1: Yeah. That'll be great for the people that don't eat dairy, like my husband.
2: Yes, uh, but it tastes
1: like it tastes like gelato.
2: It tastes exactly like gelato. We went through many batches and many different experimentations of a vanilla bean to make sure it tastes exactly like vanilla ice cream. You're going to be like, "Come on, this isn't dairy, seriously." We went through, like, 99 batches of it. We used to call it Vanilla 99 because it required so many experimentations of beating back that coconut flavor. You can still taste it, but it's not as prominent as it used to be.
1: (laughs) So you're not bootlegging anymore. You're in the big shop.
2: Yeah, we're here in the big shop. We're not working out of any kitchens anymore. We've got our own kitchen now, and it's just nice to be able to just you know, I'm going to be here all night. I'm going to crank up the tunes. I'm going to get in my little zone and we're going to bang out a lot of dice treats. And it's just nice to, it's like the artist, leave me alone!
1: Right, because when you're working in a commissary, you have time limits so you can only do a certain number of batches.
2: Yeah, you have to budget your time between how many flavors you can make, between how much budget you have to make the flavors and it just becomes a dance. And now the dance is over. Now it's just focusing on, all right, what's the menu look like? How are we going to blow their minds today? So that's really cool. It's a nice change of pace.
1: Tell me about learning how to make ice treats with your grandmother.
2: So Grandma D'Amelio is Betty. And so whenever we refer to Betty, just know that we're talking about Grandma, okay? So Grandma had us stay busy in the kitchen whenever we were getting Sunday dinner prepared and we would bug her a lot. So she would set us to task cutting strawberries, squeezing lemons, zesting them, making sure that we were staying out of her hair while she got the nice gravy ready for Sunday. And yeah, I just took that approach and expanded on the technique and now we have over a hundred flavors.
1: These are Grandma Betty's original recipes?
2: Uh, The lemon and the strawberry is and I took her recipe and her approach to adopting the fruit flavor into the sorbet and now I've applied it to cherry, mango, and pineapple and an array of different flavors that will just blow your mind.
1: Is Grandma Betty still around?
2: Grandma Betty is passed on but we like to think that this is a way of honoring her. This is an entire way of going and. Thinking about grandma whenever she would get her sorbet ready for us, and whenever we see a customer enjoy ours, we just like to think that that's because of her.
1: So, what do mom and dad think?
2: Mom and dad are so proud. They just can't believe that this has gone from just a little cart that they thought it would just be a hobby, and now it's just grown into a full business, and they are just so impressed. And it means the world to me as someone who doesn't have a college degree or anything like that to finally get a little recognition and feel as though I've succeeded in their eyes.
1: Is Grandma Betty your mother's mother or your father's mother?
2: Grandma Betty is my father's mother.
1: What does dad think about this homage to his mother?
2: (laughs) He gets choked up every time I ask him about it, so I try not to talk to him about it much. But I think that he's very, very happy and pleased that his son is... Honoring his mother and away like that. So tell me about, like, what did you do before this? So before this, I used to be a casino dealer at the Sugar House Casino, dealing blackjack and roulette and poker. I just got a little anxious. I wanted to try something new, so I tried my hand at making some sorbets that uh, my grandma had taught me when I was a kid, and my friends at the time, they were just, like, going nuts for it, and they were like, you've got to do something with this. I'm like, sure, I'll make you some pints whenever you want. He's like, no, you got to do more than that with it! I'm like, okay, and so I just had such amazing help along the way from friends that have contributed their time and energy into graphic design and business advice and branding. I just think it's important that product tastes good. It's more than that. And my friends have been so encouraging and helping me along the way to help me. So what
1: were you doing with your frozen ice, with your surveys? Were you taking them to farmer's markets?
2: So we started off at Frankfurt and Girard. Just, you know, I was working at the daytime at the casino. And then at nighttime, I was going through and selling my wares from like 8 o'clock to midnight, and then I'd sell out, and then do it all again, and then in 2016, I just decided to say, hey, let's try and do this full-time, and see if it'll work, and it did, so I did it again the next year, and then we got into a little accident someone uh, rear-ended the cart and I uh, was put out of commission for a little bit but we got the cart back. We got a second cart now and then this year my goals were just to do the farmers markets at Rittenhouse Square and Passyunk Avenue and Dickinson Square and that was going to be my big summer. And now we're opening a shop on Passyunk Avenue. That's a little surreal. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. Yeah. And
2: you're in a former ice cream shop. Yeah, Philly Flavors. We were given the option to have the soft serve machine or we could sell it. And the little kid in me screamed out, keep it. And so we sank some money into it and we got it back up to speed. And oh, God, it just it, to be able to have soft serve at your fingertips anytime. It's so, oh, man. Amazing. Yeah, I hope I I hope I have enough to make profit off it if I don't eat all of it. <laughs> All right, so give us a rundown of your full menu here. So we're going to be coming out with seven to eight flavors right out the gate. All-natural, all-fruit sorbets, cherry, peach... Mango, chocolate, lemon, all the classics. And we're going to throw some curveballs in there, like our Augustus Crush, which is a cranberry, lime, and blood orange. We have a guava, strawberry, lemonade. We can pump the brakes, and then we can pick up the speed a little bit, too. And then we're also going to be offering our soft serve vanilla chocolate with rainbow or chocolate sprinkles. And then we should have Mike on board with the sandwiches.
1: Sandwiches and ice cream for the summer.
2: That's here. (laughs) What's it like to finally be in your shop? I think we're going to be good friends I think it's gonna work out really great here. I love the vibe here. I love the foot traffic. I love the community. I love the the closeness of Broad Street. If we ever win a championship, I'll be right in ground central for the okay. celebration. It's just, I'm at that spot. And I guess when you kind of look at it from the bird's eye view, you're just kind of like, you are such a crazy lucky guy right now. And it's kind of hard to process, but I'm sure in a couple of weeks, we'll take a step back and breathe.
1: I can feel your gratitude
2: it's just so incredibly humbling because this entire shop has been built upon the people that have come out to support every week at the farmers markets like they're not new customers most of the weeks they're repeat customers so i wanted this shop to feel like a thank you to them so when they come in here they're like wow this is what i invested in this is why i go to this guy at the farmers market because he came out the gate with this kind of shop wow so i'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I could probably always find an excuse to not open, but it's time. It's time to open. <laughs> yeah.
1: From a guy that worked at the casinos, now you really kind of hit the jackpot?
2: It's 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 fortune, and it's it's a decision. You can either take a chance and fail, or you cannot and live with regret. And the latter seemed like more of a horrible option. So we're just going to go ahead and take a chance, and worst case scenario, I'm right back to where I was with two cards, completely happy before Mike Strauss decided to ruin my entire life with this shop (laughs) tell me about the pictures on the wall oh so this is a little history of our family at the very top we have the pizos which is uh, my mother's great-grandparents this is a portrait of them traveling from Abruzzi to Ellis Island and this is a photograph that was later painted over so that's why it has that portrait look and then we come down to Grandma D'Amelio and my grandfather And then we come over to my great-grandfather, who was a photographer for Philadelphia's commercial districts, and he had access to 35-millimeter cameras. So we have all these beautiful photos of Philadelphia and our family, and he sketches of the waterworks, and then we move over to these uh, pictures of me visiting Italy for the first time, the Roman Forum, Piazza di Michelangelo, and then Natural Archipelago at the Isle of Capri. These are things that just remind me of where I came from and what got me here. And then, of course, the portrait of our first year at Isaiah Zagar's workshop. We have a little bit of a serious face. We take our water ice seriously, but it's kind of in a wink and a nod.
1: This is your first weekend. What are you most excited
2: about now? We get to start making connections with the community. We can sell water ice, but that's not what we're here to do. We're here to make friends with people. We're here to... So that when they come into the shop, it's not just getting water ice. It's connecting with a feeling of like, Chris is so nice. He makes me feel like so happy when I come in here. Oh, he likes that record too. I love that band too. It's just a way... That we can get to know each other. And I'm so excited to meet you, South Philly. I can't wait. All
1: right. Chris, thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.